0: good morning it is thursday october the 19th in the year of our lord 2023 i'm john david walt and this is your wake-up call let's begin today in consecration locate yourself with me before the lord jesus christ ascended risen from the dead at the right hand of God. But note, that's not far,
1: far away. It's like he's in the next room, just through the veil, closer than our breath. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my
0: eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we
1: belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Our text today, actually our entry is entitled, The Stunning Power of Simple Obedience. Our text is Acts chapter 10, verses 24 to 38. Hear now the word of the Lord. The following day, he, we're talking about Peter here, he arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them. And had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up. Stand up, he said. I am only a man myself. While talking with him, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. He said to them, You are well aware that it is against our Jewish law for a Jew to associate with or visit a Gentile. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without raising any objection. May I ask why you sent for me? Cornelius answered, Three days ago I was in my house praying at this hour. At three in the afternoon. Suddenly. A man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor. Send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He is a guest in the home of Simon the tanner, who lives by the sea. So I sent for you immediately, and it was good of you to come. Now we are all here. In the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us then Peter began to speak I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right you know the message God sent to the people of Israel announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all, you know what has happened throughout the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. This is a scene of extraordinary significance. The future of the Christian faith is being worked out before our eyes under the roof of a man named Cornelius, a Roman centurion, commander of the Italian regiment, no less. Cornelius had no idea of the magnitude of what was unfolding. He was practicing simple obedience. He was not a theologian or a preacher or otherwise employed by the religious establishment. He had a day job. He was a military man, a soldier, a man of faith to be sure, but he fit the category of most every other person who ever lived, a layperson. No he wasn't just a layperson, as laypeople are so often guilty of sheepishly labeling themselves. He was a bona fide layperson who took his faith seriously. He was a man of prayer and a generous giver. He didn't command the respect of others. From all we can tell, he earned it. This scene at his house unveils the deeper character of this character. It is a picture of the stunning power of simple obedience, of readiness, openness, and willingness in the presence of God. Cornelius was ready. Having no real idea of what this whole thing was even about, Cornelius redeployed three of his employees for three days and he had no real idea of what this whole thing was even about. Cornelius was open. Having no real idea of what this whole thing was even about, Cornelius marshaled his significant standing and influence, gathering a large crowd of his family and friends and inciting their faith to anticipate what God might be up to. Cornelius was willing, again, having no real idea of what this whole thing was even about. Cornelius, by his own simple obedience, set the stage for the simple obedience of everyone else gathered. Don't you love how his willingness opened the door for Peter to bear witness to a room of complete strangers who had no idea who he was? Now, we are all here in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. Do you know who Cornelius reminds me of? He reminds me of you.
1: Our churches are filled with people
0: who mistakenly thought they were on a cruise. We are aboard a vessel, somewhere between a battleship and an ark. There are many oars. You are one of the faithful who have found an oar. Far from a rider on this ship, you are a rower. You are ready. You are
1: open. You are willing.
0: And did you catch the serendipity of the first letters of those three words? Ready, open,
1: willing, R-O-W.
0: You are a rower in the tradition of Cornelius. You are a work in progress, a developing portrait, of the stunning power of simple obedience. May your tribe increase. Great awakening rides on the rails of souls like you.
1: The prayer of transformation
0: Lord Jesus, I am your witness. I receive your righteousness. And release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness. And release my brokenness. I receive your fullness. And release my emptiness. I receive your peace. And release my anxiety.
1: I receive your joy. And release
0: my despair. I receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your love and release my selfishness. Come Holy Spirit, transform my heart, mind, soul, and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration.
1: our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God, our Father. Amen. The question, ready, open, willing? How are you
0: growing in these ways before our Lord? What do you admire about Cornelius? Who does he remind you of in your history, in your present life?
1: So today we're going to sing a classic. It's
0: number 73 in our Seedbed Hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. He leadeth me, O blessed thought. Four verses, powerful chorus. He leadeth me number seven three seventy three Let's sing together. He leadeth me, O blessed thought, O words with heavenly comfort fraught whate'er I do, where'er I be, still tis God's hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me, By his own hand he leadeth me. His faithful follower I would be, For by his hand he leadeth me. Sometimes mid scenes of deepest gloom, Sometimes where Eden's bowers bloom, by water still or troubled sea, still tis God's hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me, by his own hand he leadeth me. His faithful follower I would be, for by his hand he leadeth me. Lord, I would place my hand in thine, nor ever murmur nor repine. Content whatever lot I see, since tis my God that leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me, by his own hand he leadeth me his faithful follower I would be, for by his hand he leadeth me. And when my task on earth is done, when by thy grace the victory's won, in death's cold wave I will not flee, Since God through Jordan leadeth me, He leadeth me, he leadeth me, By his own hand he leadeth me his faithful follower i would be for by his hand he leadeth me (laughs) amen i've sung that probably like you i remember singing that as a child and it just becomes more true every time i sing it that's kind of a Anthem to Cornelius, isn't it? He leadeth me. He leadeth me. By his own hand, he leadeth me. His faithful follower, I would be. For by his hand,
1: he leadeth me. You know, he's leading us.
0: Just keep thinking about Bob McQuestion, Bob and Martha. You know, uh, filled out. That that church, somebody had the idea, you know, we're going to try to reach out to these college students in a different way this year. We're going to see if they want to be adopted by a church family, their family away from their family, their home away from home. And I was a college student, and I don't know, apparently I was desperate, (laughs) but I signed up. I got the little card out of the pew rack, and I put my name and my contact information on there. And Old Bob and Martha McQuestion signed up as church members to receive a college student. You know what this is, as I look back on it? That was spiritual parenting, and that's something that our kids need today more than ever before. You know what a spiritual parent is? It's It's kind of like a parent beyond your parents, somebody who comes alongside you and creates space in their life for you and does simple things like invites you to coffee and listens to you. Sometimes people call it mentoring. I think it's even richer than that. It's just convening togetherness in the presence of God. That not mean you have to say some special prayer or make it religious. It's love. And things happen through those relationships that utterly alter and change and transform the course of our lives. You know, Bob, he worked for the church, I think I told you yesterday. And one day they had an opportunity come up at the church. They needed a security guard. I was a first student, first-year law student. I'd been going by to see Bob. He'd been giving me these books to read I'd never heard of, and the seeds of faith were taking deeper root in my life. He said, I got an opportunity for you. I wonder if you'd be interested in becoming the security guard of our church. It would mean a free place to live. You would live in the old church parsonage right here on the grounds, a place called the Koinonia House, big sign on the front. And you'd have a job of just shaking the doors every night and keeping the peace on the campus in after hours. I don't know why, but just thought that's my path. I was about to quit law school and just go to seminary. And the Lord just said, This is this is the back door in. Don't quit law school. Finish it. Finish it strong. Much as you hate it, finish it strong and jump into this. And because of Bob McQuistian, Cornelius in my life, there I was. I was moving in. I'll uh, I'll keep telling this story as these days unfold. We got to go now, though, friends. It's time to hit the field. It's time to do the work of Cornelius in our neighborhood, in our town, our city. And you're doing it. You're rowing. You're rowing. You're ready. You're open. You're willing. Now, just go out and be humble and be bold and be courageous and take a risk. Don't overthink this. Don't over-spiritualize this. This is ordinary, everyday stuff in the presence of God. He raises it to the level of of extraordinary and sometimes it takes 10 years looking back to realize it happened all right i'll stop there i'm getting my seeds you get yours i'll be looking for you on the field for the awakening i'm jd walt
1: we hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you and thanks for listening to the wake-up call powered by seedbed